Welcome, addicts, to the Evan Soon Hilarity that is the Pop Culture Pod, aka the PCP. I'm Carl Rodin, with me as always, my partner in crime. Dan, Dan Chapman! There it is. <laughs> Sorry. I'm incredibly tired. Yes, I, I find I've recovered from the weekend after staying up to four in the morning watching the ground. <coughs> watching the. Watching the Rast. Oh, you're watching the Rast one? Yes, you're watching the big SummerSlam, SuperSlam, PPV. Summer festive. Summer festive. Jeremy Piven has anything to do with it? <laughs> oh no, I'm just. T- I've not been sleeping probably the minute no. man. Like it's just, the insomnia's come back and fucking me up. Yeah. So yeah. So if I if I happen to if I happen to nod off halfway through this, it's not because I don't find you the most interesting and sexually exciting man on the planet because I do. But um, lies. Tired. <laughs> um, oh God. Obviously, uh, we do report on celebrity deaths, and a British icon passed away in between the last shows. Mm. Mr. Bruce Forsyth. Yes, old Brucey. I mean, but there's you're aware there's some kind of le- this is the first of of the um, another member of the Brendan and Broomsticks legend that nobody can die that was in that movie. Well, that's not true. I mean, he, he lasted <laughs> to be fair, eighty nine. He had eighty nine years. Yeah, eighty nine years that like you're aware of. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure the guy was about two hundred and ninety five. Do you know? What? Like, I'm sorry, I'm sad he's dead. Right, because it's sad when people die. That's you know what un- death is all about. about. It's what death's all about. But people would seem shocked. No, not Brucey. Fucking, he danced at the fucking Queen Mother's 21st, for Christ's sake. He's old. Let the man rest. <laughs> In peace. Says. So, yeah, so Bruce Forsyth's dead. Obviously, most notable, yeah. I think, pop culture-wise, for Ben Dobbs and Broomsticks. Yeah. Um, as the young, teddy boy, knife, yeah, yeah. knife-wielding maniac who's after the book and he's, you know, a better cockney accent than Dick Van Dyke ever did. Um, but also, I, I, would, I too would say, right, that... Um, I, 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 as much as you could really, Dick Van Dyke did a lot of good acting but it's still the worst accent in movies That's is true. that Cockney accent until I get my big break and then my accent will be yeah. the worst accent in movies oh, no. I'm Tom Holland oh, I know I'm Tom Holland and this week on I Spoil Marvel and yeah. um, just right like it's I, not I him say, this week who's, it, who can keep his mouth shut I'll oh, get to that we'll get to that in a bit uh. um, I would also say that uh, the Generation Game yeah, had a huge, huge influence well, um, on, on British pop and culture. The, British... And for the kids in the audience, you know him from Strictly Come Dancing. Yes, he's he's the old man that touches up Tess Daly. Yep. Well, who wouldn't? Well, who wouldn't? Daly. Yeah. <laughs> so what I did there? Uh, we'll move. We'll wait, start wait. off with like we normally do with trailers. Yeah. We'll start off with uh, Suburban Con, the new um, Coen Brothers and George Clooney director's you, joint. You couldn't tell it was a Coen Brothers Coen well, Brothers director's joint. As, as I said, when, when I as weird and kooky as it is, I said to you earlier, it was either going to be the Coen Brothers or uh, Wes Anderson, but it wasn't pastel enough it wasn't to be pastel enough to be Wes Anderson. Anderson. Not, not, enough, not enough light colours there. Yeah. I love the nineteen fifties like strange vibe, and yeah. I'm. Fully enjoying Matt Damon and Bumble. Well, it's the, the, it's the dark side of the American dream. Yeah, isn't it? it looks. It's it's really. I've watched the trailer. I've, I've actually watched the trailer about four or yeah. five times. Trying to pick stuff up because I mean, Oscar Isaacs as a as a um, mob. Ga- as a mob boss mm. really suits really really well. And Julie Julianne Moore looks totally unhinged. Yeah. So mm. like, would you like a coffee? And then she's grinding up what looks like Percocet or Vicodin and pouring it into a giant glass. Well, if it is a fifties town, there's a chance it's meth. Oh yeah, might might well be amphetamine. But yeah. I mean, also at that time, the nineteen fifties, housewives were just giving pills like they were fucking candy. Like, well, no, it's it, it, a lot of pills were to to handle hysteria. Yeah, the the, the uncontrollable hysteria that women faced in the nineteen fifties, because you know they didn't have it as bad as the blacks, but they were pretty downtrodden as well. Yes. And um, by the blacks, I mean uh, Joan, uh, Joan and Ethel Black that live next door. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Terrible swimmers. Terrible, terrible swimmers. But um, there, it looks really interesting. It's got that Corns vibe, but not that light-hearted Corns vibe like Hail Caesar had. No. It, it, there was always a level of humour running through. This seems to be quite but, darker. But this is what I, these are the kind of roles that I love Matt Damon in mm. when he's doing sarky comedy. You mean when, he's, act, when, he, the when he's actually acting? Yeah. Oh. But no, but even like second, the informant. Oh god! You've yeah. got to say it like that. There's an exclamation point at the end. The informant. Yes. Um, Sorry, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. And obviously, his Kevin Smith stuff is a bit more lighthearded. Him as Loki, the angel oh, of death. That's brilliant. You it's... didn't say God bless you when I sing Loki. I'm coming. You're getting up light. <laughs> I say whose house? Ron's house. I say whose house? Ron's house. Martin. Martin. How you feeling tonight? Martin. Martin. <laughs> and if nobody knows what that's about, get off my podcast. <laughs> Don't go watch it. It's a brilliant film. Yes. But it does upset a lot of platypus. No, Platypus? Platypus. Um The next one is for a surprising chan- a surprisingly star-studded Channel 4 series. I'm thinking we might have watched a trailer for a HBO show, but Channel 4 showing it over here. Yeah, Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams, which is ten short stories based on the works of Philip K. Dick. If you don't and know, a lot of it's lifted from and do Android Dream, Dream of, of Electric Sheep. Sheep. If you don't know that, Android Dream of Electric Sheep, if you don't know Philip K. Dick's work, like A Scanner Darkly, which is oh, one of my favourite movies. I love A Scanner that, Darkly. That, that, that film was shot completely rotoscope, so it's got yeah. a kind of inky, hand-drawn effect. Ke- well, Keanu Reeves... Um, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Can't w- Woody, Woody Harrelson in it as well. Also the guy Slater, Luke, Slater from Days to Confuse because I can never remember the actor's name. Lucas from um, um, Empire um, Records. Records. Like, I'm today? working on a first tin can silencer. <laughs> that's a good silencer. That's a good silencer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a re- it's a really good movie. Um, yeah, and that's all based. Philip K. Dick basically wrote sci-fi. Like modern kind like of the original sci-fi. Well, not the real. I'd say that goes to H. G. Wells, but um, he wrote like. Basically, no Philip K. Dick. No Matrix. No Matrix. Obviously, no Blade Runner. Mm. Obviously, no, no nothing else. Um, so yeah, none of, that. Really, none of that. None of that. You can't have any of that. None of that. You're not touching that. No, none of that. Less of that. Some of yeah. this, but none of that. Um, yeah, so this, I'm really looking that, forward that, to this. this, this but it does, that. it does look like quite appropriately, Blade Runner means Black Mirror, which is what basically Philip K. Dick should be. But, so I'm but really looking forward to this. The cast. Is the cast are fucking amazing. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston's in that. You've got the guy who plays. Um, Wong in a yep uh, Doctor Strange. Which name I can't remember. I think it might actually be BD BD Wong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is BD Wong. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can never remember his name. He played uh, the rat in the. Oh, uh, Timothy Spall. Timothy Spall. Timothy Spall, yeah. best known for a Vincent Pet. You know, <laughs> around our way. Yeah. Um, he did some Harry Potter thing. I'm not too sure. So I don't think anybody yeah. watched it. To be honest with you. <laughs> um. But I'm really, really looking forward to this. And the trailers, obviously, it's got bits of bits from different, the different episodes are going to be showing. Yeah, yeah. And it just looks fantastic. Yeah, and it looks like it's just going to be, it's obviously, it's got to have a, a Black Mirror element to it because it's similar. It's yeah. a dystopian su- subject matter. But I'm interested. It, I'll, I'll definitely, def- it's definitely going to get, a, definitely getting the free episode treatment. Oh, it's going to get the 10 episode treatment from me. I'm going to watch yeah. all of it. I love Philip K. Dick. Uh, That's right. I love Dick. <laughs> Philip K. Dick. Yes. Uh, Thor Ragnarok I've, I've dubbed it The Strange Trailer it is The Strange Trailer but it's it the um, ch- uh, Chinese um, international trailer international trailer yeah it's the international trailer yeah. and it looks even more batshit crazy and we've got stuff from Doctor Strange in it as well yeah, at the beginning but a lot of strange in it a lot of strange in it a lot of strange going on but it's nice it's, it's good as well that like, they're doing this expa- expansion thing where now they're, they're, you know, they're drip feeding they've been drip feeding us years hmm. the Civil War and then they drip fed us after Civil War for this big uh, infinity 
So this is the these. This is one of the films that is going to really lead into Infinity War because the trailer was leaked to Comic Con. Obviously, does spoil Ragnarok a little bit. Yeah. So we know where Thor's going to end up at the end of the movie, but how did he get there? How did he get where's, there? Where's Where's the Hulk? Who's that guy? What the fuck happened to that, that guy's, guy's head? head? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Like, it's not about the destination, Carl. It's about the journey. Yes. Anyway, right? What I really want to say, right, is you know when Doctor Strange went for his whole trippy acid thing, him and Ant Man doing that together in the microverse. Just Doctor Strange going, what, what is this? Or them travelling through all the multiple uh, interdimensional jumps in yeah. um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Be, be brilliant. It'd be absolutely fantastic. So yeah, so this, again, it's it's, it's roughly the same as the, the trailer that we saw before. But, but a little bit more strange. A little bit more strange, yeah. And it's nice to see. Can be come be arch! Come be arch! And a bit of Wong as well. A little Wong. We, we love a little Wong. Can't go a little Wong. You, you love Wong and I love Dick. Yes. Uh, the Tick Clip. Uh, this is for Amazon Prime's uh, Tick series that got the green light from pilot season last year. I happen to be an Amazon Prime subscriber. Yes, yeah. and I wait for it to be ripped onto a stream. <laughs> Much like Game of Thrones. Yes. Uh, we don't talk about Game of Thrones on this show because... I don't watch it. He doesn't watch it. Um, but yeah, it looks good. And uh, we were talking about this earlier on. Yeah, Peter Serafinowicz is playing it slightly more jovially and lighter than Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Not that Patrick Warburton didn't have... Because obviously no, humour is a big part of it. Yeah, no, but it's it's just it, it, he's very, his dry wit and yeah. is what made his tick brilliant. And it, was, it was Patrick yeah. Warburton as the tick. Yeah, but Serafinowicz is obviously channeling a little bit of Warburton because you can't not do, do Warburton's voice when you're thinking about Patrick Warburton stuff. No. Very dry. Yeah, no, but he's but it's still Serafinowicz having Ooh, fun. Who? You can you can tell that he's having fun with this. Yeah, and it's that it's just a little. The clip bit is too. obviously him versus Overkill, which is one of a very early tick villain. When, in the clip, when he first said, um, yeah. I happened to be passing through and I heard the unmistakable sound of an air zipline and a rapping hook, I was like, oh, it's going to be deflated mouse. No, no, overkill, even better. And he goes, oh, your hockey puck has a message. Yeah. Boom. Oh. And then we kick it. That had, that, that had quite the kick. Yeah. And overkill's kicking. Him punching him. That tickles. And he's just, but when he, when he kicks him, he goes, oh, that, that not so much. <laughs> no, ah, sensitive. <laughs> so does that mean, because I've never fully got this, but the tick, with the tick's uniform, the tick's outfit, it's living. It's living. It's bonded to him. It's bonded to him. So those... Those are his... Uh, uh, that's how he senses stuff. Yeah. yeah. He senses evil. Yeah. And I will not rest off him. Nope. No. Spoon! So I'm really looking forward to the tick. I used to love the cartoon series. I used to love the comic. So yeah, and I like the fact it's Peter Serafinowicz. Because mm. the only the guy I can think of big enough to play the tick is The Rock. And he's already in everything. No. No, not for the tick. Not for the tick. No. No. Give, he, Maybe for two thirty two. But he's becoming a he's becoming a quite the salt of pepper fox. Who yeah, Peter Sinnott or the the rock? The rock is he? He's yeah, not he, no hair. He's no, he's not no hair. But his bay his coatee's now all salt and pepper. Ah, oh. so another reason for the ladies to love him. And the other reason, why, why, other reason why he's been clean shaven in all of his movies. <laughs> yeah, lately. I don't want people to realise just how old I am. <laughs> he old. He old. He old. I, I wouldn't say that to his face. Like I think he's got one more WrestleMania in him, and that's <laughs> about it. Well, uh, the whole had lords. And to be fair, not the whole. Yeah, Hulk Hogan had loads of WrestleManiaism. Although, to be fair, I can't see um, the Rock going off on a race. The Rocks, the, the Rocks, they have a slightly similar root set, uh, move set, except for it's not just leg drop. No, it's elbow drop. Yeah, the people's the elbow. elbow. That's the most electrifying Five move in sports, sports entertainment, entertainment today. Uh, moving on with uh, Loving Vincent. This is a um, biopic of the it's later days of. It's um, a semi biopic of Vincent Van Gogh, 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 whatever you want to say it. Mm. I was always taught in school when I was doing Gogh. Gogh. 
yeah. Vincent van Gogh, mm. um, and his eventual and saddening spiral into madness. Yes. Um, after a after a man in a blue box and a redheaded chick turned up at his door one. Oh wait, no, 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 <laughs> sorry, my bad. Outside baseball. So but yeah, the he, great, he this, the great he thing about. So no, sorry. Continue. Yeah, the great thing about this is that it's it's a it's a it's feat of filmmaking because a lot of people who are going to see the trailer think, oh, it's CGI, it's it's everything like that. But Every like what we said earlier on about yeah. uh, Sky and Darkly, that yeah, was so so that was shot, and then I had a filter put over the top of it. I made it look like it was drawn. These are this is a completely hand painted movie. It's taken him seven years wow. to finish this movie, and every single scene you see of like Chris O'Dowd, everybody yeah. who's in it, who's playing parts, they're all painted. Like they filmed it and then painted over over the over it. That is insane to think today. With all of the movies with CG high, you know, as the phrase has now been coined, CG heavy fuckathons. Yes. That somebody can come along and go. Transformers. Well, this movie has taken me seven years to make. So, fuck you, Cameron. Fuck you, Avatar. Yeah. Seven years, and it's fucking hand painted. That is beautiful. And I'm very intrigued because I don't know a lot about uh, Vincent Van Gogh. Um, I know more about Picasso than I know about Van Gogh, but. Um, it wasn't very when interesting. To, when, very when he used to write the angry letters to the editor. Yeah, it's just this was what he called his angry jerk face. Yeah. But um, I'm really interested in this, not just stylistically for the style, but for the for the subject yeah, no, matter as well. Be, it's, it's going to be interesting. Cast is varied. I've got a feeling it'll be a movie I'll be seeing on my own. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a movie you have to go up to an independent theatre to yeah. see. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that's one for the boys. No. <laughs> hey, we're going to go and see it. It's full of murder and intrigue, and no, it's not. It's no. Very good of intrigue and a little bit of sadness because it is slightly sad. This uh, Batman versus Two Face, the last um, yeah. vocal outing of Adam West as Batman. So long, the light night. Yeah, uh, but it, it looks interesting. Obviously, it's, they never did Bat. They never did Two Face in the original sixty six run. They almost did. They almost did. They had a script for the second se- for the fifth season that never happened for Two Face. Yeah, which would have been a shame. Cause well, um, but I doubt shows. it would have been Shatner casting the role at that point. <laughs> oh no, that would have been cool because what, what, he would have been doing. Just a, it's uh, Star Trek around the time. It would have been new Star Trek. Yeah. When was T.J. Hawk was the eighties, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's it. Mid day, uh, early to mid eighties. But um, yeah, it's um, Shatner's voice for Two Face. Uh, obviously, the um, Harvey Dent voice is very it's Shatner. very Shatner. But his Two Face voice, I thought he was going to ham it up a bit, but that's no, pretty it's good. Got a bit more gravel in it, a bit yeah. more seriousness in it, which I think is really really cool because. That's what you need for that as well, because Two Face, remember, is a very tragic character. He's yeah. constantly fighting against his own psyche, constantly fighting against his own. Well, mind. this one's a bit different because he gets um, hit by pure <laughs> concentrated <laughs> evil. By the wonderful Doctor Hugo Strange. Yeah, who's also a, the second villain of the piece. Yeah. It's a sequel, you have to have two villains. Got it, it's the rules. Yep. yep. Uh, as I'm calling this, it's not return, It's not uh, the Cape, Cru- Cape Crusaders versus Two Face. I'm calling it Holy Shat, Batman! <laughs> I love William Shatner. I love the Shat. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. And of course, as always, it's got our, it's got our best friend Bert Ward in it. Yeah. For people who don't know, listen back to podcast uh, a good while ago when we were talking about the original the Return original of the Return of the Cape Crusaders. We mentioned it on Twitter. Not only did we get a retweet from Bert Ward, we got a message from Bert Ward as well. That's right. Robin likes our show. Yes, he does. Yes. Um, oh, somebody else likes our show as well. Yes. We'll get to that in a bit. I know that in a bit. Uh, DC, Marvel and Misk, dear. Haven't we? Uh, let's go with DC. DC. Um, there's been some casting news for the next series of The Flash. Uh, Katie uh-huh. Katie Sackhoff of um, Battlestar Galactica fame. Never watched it. Don't know. Um, she's going to be playing the villainous, the villain blacksmith, which is what's, a tech, a tech what, based villain. What's Be- Battlestar Galactica? Galactica, I call. Uh, a ship trying to get back from Earth that a colony of humans. Cylons. Everyone's a robot. 
Ah, so it's uh, Stargate. Yeah. The, the, the good one. Yes. Well, no, not the, the good one. The bad one where they were in space trying to get home. Yeah, well, the second one was... Was it Stargate Colony or Stargate... Atlantis. Something? That wasn't Atlantis. Atlantis was set under the sea, wasn't it? Mm. With, I'd assume with Atlantis. I don't know, because I, I last watched Stargate SG-1. That's mm. No, uh, she was anyway, in... No, not Stargate. She was in... Um, no, she was Battle in Battle Atlantis. But when you said it's a colony of people trying to get home... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the Stargate... Blacksmith is a tech-based villain. Um, it's only mostly going to be a one-episode appearance. Does she make weapons? Yes. Ah, yes. But it's not just Will Smith. No. Because no. yes. he is technically a blacksmith. What? Come on, man. That's not racist. <sighs> well, he's a smith of colour. I don't know how you want to put it. There's a link between Tim Burton's Batman movie and the new White Knight story that's coming out in November. That's the one of the Joker being sane. Being sane and going after Batman. Yeah, but um, he'll be referred to as Jack Napier in, ah. when he's not the Joker. So that's the name that of... Well, of uh, Jack Nicholson's character, Jack Napier. And it has, only, has not been used in the comics. Ever. Ever, ever. since. But just remember... You're my number one guy. guy. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. Love it. You ever dance with the devil and the pain woman? Well, occasionally. Yeah. 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 And the occasion calls. Yeah. 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 Um, also, continuing on news, a uh, story news, a uh, comic book news in DC. Frank Miller is, uh, uh Superman Year One. I told you he's right. Yeah. A dark, mostly it's a dark and twisted Superman story that will strip the character down to its bare bones. Frank Miller, why you something dark and, and twisted? And completely revitalise the genre. Oh wait, it's not the eighties anymore. This will be Frank taking the piss out of Superman for, it'll, it'll a, make him for a two hundred pages. It'll make him a racist and yep. punching Mexicans. Yep. Speaking uh, of which, I've been watching Robot Chicken recently, and I forgot how good that is. Um, the it, Robot Chicken. If you're listening, I'll have a t-shirt. t-shirt. It will not be an origin story, though. It's uh, oh, Superman Year One. It will not be an origin story. They're, they're, they're taking a, a leaf out of the Spider-Man book. And no, this. We will... all know. Even if you don't watch, even if you don't watch comics, no, and read no. But what he's what he's meaning is this will be the story of he's already established himself as Superman, like he's that had the origin. Everything this is literally something happens in his first year as of being a superhero. Kind of like does he meet a woman and fall in love? Does she die terribly? Kind of like what, kind kind of like year one was for Batman. You know, with him come arriving back from the city, we know his origin. Yeah, everybody knows his origins. I'm very tired. I very nearly said even if you don't read movies and watch comic books. Last bit of comic book news, and then I'll get get. It, I'll say the Justice League film news I've got. There was a shocking return of a character in uh, dark, the most recent Dark Knight's Metal, which is the new Scott Snyder story yeah. he's doing, which I wasn't going to talk about in the show because it would make Stu Green's creams kex. But um, there is basically a in the story there is the multiverse, and then there is the dark verse um, that has opened up and revealed a team of Dark Knights, which are all these demonic evil. Yes. Batman. Yes, because one of them wasn't one of them like Batman that's taken over the Green Lantern. Yeah, Batman yeah, that's yeah. The Flash, the, uh, Batman that's the Red Death. The Red Death. One of them's Doomsday. You know, there's a, a myriad of evil Batman yeah. basically. But right at the end of the first episode, a a Neil Gaiman character was involved. Dream. Nice. From, from uh, Sandman, Sandman has returned, yeah. and it's his first time he's been seen in DC for about 12, 13 years. I hope Neil Gaiman's getting some some kickback off that. Well, he he gave permission for Snyder to use character. Snyder reached out and said, well, to, to do the Dark Universe, you can't really not do the, the... You know what I've always wanted to see? Yeah. Sandman, featuring John Constantine. No. You might get it now, it but... brilliant. Um, yeah, and DC News, uh, the film news, is that uh, Josh Whedon apparently has changed the ending to Justice League. Good. It will change the direction going forward, but it will most probably link into the Flash movie, Flashpoint. Clark Kent wakes up, gets out of bed, says to Lewis Lane he had a terrible dream, he walks into the shower and he pulls the shower curtain back and Bruce Wayne's standing there. Yeah. It was all a dream. 
I'm no, 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 it won't, it, won't, it won't be, it won't be, it won't be, it won't be Bruce Wayne. It'll be Roman Reigns who'll start the Hounds of Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> Batman will immediately hey, retire. Hey, I got that reference. <laughs> so, so what? So he's changed the ending completely. Yeah. So it'll tie in better with the Flash movie. Apparently, it'll no, it'll take the universe in a stronger direction. Is that so we can actually get the Flash movie made? More than likely, because it's because it's, it's, it's going the way Han Solo went. <laughs> Oh, Han Solo is going to happen. Like it's not going to happen. Well, though. <laughs> no. Um, Marvel news. Is it Ezra, Ezra Miller still playing? Still cast as. I like him as the Flash. Yes, but he's as the movie Flash. But I would, I like most people, uh, Alpha Alpha. I would prefer. <laughs> oh, fuck off! You. I'm tired. I haven't done my hair, and I'm wearing a baseball cap. Leave me alone. I'm going to get grumpy, Carl. Sorry. Um, no, I'm doing the show anymore. I'm tired. I'm going to go for a nap. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. All right. Tuck away, uh, Marvel news. Takawaii has said that there'll be a version of Four Ragnarok that will feature completely be dubbed over with snarky New Zealanders. Yes, I can't wait for this. <laughs> it's just what it, we do in the shadows of the air. Uh, no, <laughs> what we do. What we do in Shadowhelm. Ra- what we do in Ragnarok. What we do in Ragnarok. <laughs> what we do in Valhalla. Yeah, uh, uh, I think that's interesting. Takawaii's got a great sense of humour, and he does like his the um, director's commentary for what we do in the shadow is the vampires doing the director's yeah. commentary. It's like, and they're just pissing about. Like, during this scene, Vigo's just was behind him, just pretending to knob the for cameraman. <laughs> and it's why I, I have a hard time looking 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 serious in this shot. I love it as well, because I've really, really enjoyed what we do in The Shadows. I'm really looking forward to We Are Wolves, because Reese Darby is quite possibly one of the funniest men that's walked the Have you ever watched his stand-up? It's all um, sound effects stand-up. No, yeah, I haven't. I need to check that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's quite interesting. I think that's going to be really, really cool. What, is that like going to be just like as an extra? I think that's an extra on the DVD, like, just or, 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 or screening at the Prince Charles once it's released. Because as much as I hate to admit it, mm. Chris Hemsworth does have a natural ability for comedy. He does. And it, I don't think it's been utilised as much as it could be. Obviously, we won't talk about... Vacation, Ghostbusters. But I'd really like to see <laughs> but him... But, no offence, if act, what actors have to do for a paycheck, I don't blame him for doing the movies. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if I was, if they came out to us and was like, do you want to be in the new Ghostbusters movie, we'd have said yes. Yes, of course I would. <laughs> do I get to play Bill Murray? No. Back off, man, I'm a scientist. <laughs> uh, have you seen the uh, promotional image for Infinity War with uh, Iron Man, Captain America, Rocket... No. Uh, I'll get it up for you. Oh! Carl's getting it up for me. <laughs> Penis jokes. Thought we were above that, Carl. Never. Never. Hey! If it were for Mel Brooks. Leave us alone, Mel Brooks. Uh, while Piss the... on you, I work for Mel Brooks. Well, um, no, this is this is an interesting thing with this as well. Um, with Takawahiti doing it, it's, mm-hmm. it's nice to see that humour can come back into these movies. Because particularly, not being funny, particularly in DC, it's lacking. Yes. And Marvel, they have had humour in them. But like, we, like we've spoken before about Guardians of the Galaxy 2, it does retread the same jokes of the first one and kind of forces them onto your throat, almost like a laugh track. Like, you should be laughing now, this bit's funny. When Drax yeah. laugh, you laugh. And um, his, his humour's obviously a bit, not wackier, but... Is that someone knocking? Certainly incredibly well written. And that's why he's got no emblems. Well, well we're looking at the... Um... <laughs> Well, I've just shown down the Infinity War promo picture, which shows a uh, adolescent Groot, bleeding edge armor, to- uh, Tony Stark, Iron Armored. Uh, is it Iron Armor Spider Man? It's his. It's his upgraded suit. Space Spider Man. Which is the closest you're going to get to the Iron Spider. 
basically. Mm. And Chris, Chris Pratt there looking a bit more Chris like Chris Pratt Russell. looking at, looking like, why did she leave me? Why did she leave me? Why? I am Captain. And, and of course, Chris Evans as Nomad. Nomad. Beard man. Because he's... got um, emblems on his suit, but no. he's still wearing the suit. Yeah. He's like, you gotta wear the suit. I'm not wearing the suit. You gotta wear the suit. Put on the suit. Yeah. We'll go a few rounds. Put on the suit. Yeah. Um, I like it. And it looks cool. Mm-hmm. And obviously it was always going to be Chris Evans turning into Nomad. Yeah, uh, we'll get the Comic-Con trailer in November, apparently. Way. For Infinity War, which makes sense. Um, <laughs> Stanley has revealed the one superhero out of all of his uh, creations that he wants to see made into a movie, but he doubt it ever will. He'd like to see... Stanley, man? No, he'd like to see uh, The Silver Surfer get a movie more than any other. Uh, I wouldn't be mad at a Silver Surfer movie, but it's one of the things you'd have to tendentially add Galactus. You'd have to be... Galactus would have to be a part of it. And I and more on the end with him going to Earth, the Fantastic Four. Well, you could do the run where he was no longer the Herald, where he was just a Silver Surfer, basically bumming around space, solving people problems. A bit like um, Kung Fu, where he just walked around space, solving problems. He was just going to walk the Earth, yeah. you know, doing it. So that, that could work, like a Journeyman movie. That could work. Mm-hmm. You'd have to somehow diminish his powers or get stronger villains in order for the movie and the plot to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's but, what I mean. Galactus would most probably be a number one. For that kind of number one guy. He's your number one guy. Um, no, yeah, I think actually Stanley's got a point there. I'm not going to argue with Big Stan. I think mm. he's got a point there. I don't think it would ever happen. No. Um, I don't know if I should cover this story because it's really sad, and it's just I don't have the details of the of the lady who passed away, unfortunately. But there was a uh, a very oh, tragic accident Deadpool. on the Deadpool two set. Which resulted in the loss of a uh, life of a stunt woman mm. who was um, Domino's, the lady who played Domino's uh, stunt woman. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that is a terrible shame. Um, I, 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 normally I make jokes Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds and the, uh, well, the production company and Ryan Reynolds have, have still out the family. They're, paying, they're, like, they're doing their best they can. They're paying for the funeral. They're, you know, they're just. That's incredibly noble and incredibly well thought for them. Yeah. It is a shame when people lose their lives doing movies, which shows you, again, that even in this day and age we're talking about with CGI and everything, mm. it's not safe. No. It's not a safe movie. And uh, I personally don't it think... Was, st- it, I, I personally don't think stunt people was, get it. But enough. it has been ruled out it was a complete freak accident. Yeah. And there was no there was no malice or anything behind it. It was legitimately an accident. That's a shame. Yes. Uh, last bit of news, and just to bring it back up again, uh, you know who Gillian McMahon is? No. He was uh, in Nip Tuck. He was Balthazar or thingy in Cole in... Yes. Um, uh, Charmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, oh, obviously he was the, he was Doom in those he terrible... See, he, was, he was Doctor Doom. Leave with that and I'll know who he is. He's been cast... He in, wasn't he's joining, the cast, he's joining the cast of The Runaways as one of the... That, one of the parents. One of the parents. Nice. I cannot wait for The Runaways. It's going to be... It's one of my favourite comic runs, The Runaways. That's all my Marvel news, dear. Oh. So we're on to the misc news. Give me some of that sweet, sweet misc, Carl. There is a synopsis for the um, Glass uh, sequel, the sequel to um, Unbreakable Slash. I always love these. Split. Carl reads a synopsis. Come on, Carl. Right. Give me a word picture, Grandad. Uh, Tell me what it was like in uh, the past. Basically, it's going to be the, the synopsis is that um, Glass will be has basically been um, sorting out, uh, seeking out the beast. Yeah. Or um, James McAvoy's character, but has led um, uh, David Dunn. Yes. Uh, Bruce Willis's character to try and cross paths to him, so he's basically orchestrating their lives because he wants he wants his superhero yeah, versus superhero, superhero versus supervillain super fight. Yeah, yeah. 
Which would be, I'd love to see that. That is, what, and that's why you had him in. Uh, well, Bruce Willis should just stick to doing fucking Unbreakable movies. No. Because God knows Death Wish looks shit. No, he needs to be Death Wish because he's cock locked and ready, ready to rock. rock. No, I could never ima- imagine fucking Charles Bronson doing things like that. Um, the live action Jetson series has landed on ABC. What? Yeah, they're doing a live action Jetson series. Because it works so well for the Flintstones. Yes. Flintstones too, Viva Rock Vegas, one of the best movies ever. It wasn't God, I'm lying. Bright lights, it is. Gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. I got a whole lot of shells that are ready to burn. That shells on currency? You can't, you can't do that, you? He doesn't know you to use the free seashells. Um, <laughs> Sam Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson, motherfucker. Yeah. We're reprising his role as Shaft in the Shaft movie that's coming out next year. But um, Jesse T. Usher, who's playing... Um, who's not Who's Usher. playing Shaft. So... Who is this, will be playing his son. So Shaft Junior. He's Shaft Junior. Little Shaft. Little Shaft. Little Richard. Yeah. Gives you what? Woo! Anaconda Licker gives you what? Woo! Little Richard. <laughs> Anaconda Malt Licker gives you what? Little Richard. So so hang on. So it's this the doing of the Shaft movie. Yeah. My God, the Death Wish and everything. We are going back to the fucking late seventies, early eighties, aren't we? God, there'll be a Running Man fucking remake soon. We'll explain the presidency. Oh. Hey, actually, that's not a bad idea. Running Man sequel yeah. or remake with Trump? No, no, with <laughs> Schwarzenegger playing what's his face? Jesse the Jesse Ventura. Guy. No, um, the the guy running the show. Ah, oh, the Bossman, yeah. Yeah, but who would you get to play the character? Can't be the Rock. He's in everything else. Bradley Cooper. Hmm. Oh no, Kira Knightley. She has range. Kira Knightley. Uh, she's got range. Uh, so, so they're doing a Shaft too. No, it's... They damn well better call it Electric Boogaloo. It's, it's a... Basically, it's a reimagining, as you know, what they like to do. If it's conti- oh. if they're using an old actor as the character and it's a new one, it's a continuation. Did you see the Shaft movie with Tommy L. Jackson? Yes. My, do you know my favourite part of that movie? My dad loves it. It's actually not a bad movie. Do you know what my favourite part of that movie is? <laughs> when he goes, I heard you, I heard you retired. Yeah. Like, Does that make me less dangerous? <laughs> or more? Yeah. <laughs> That's my favourite bit of that movie. That's all right. No, yeah, okay, fair enough. Would you like some Star Wars news, dear? Why not, dear? There always seems to be some lying around. We've um, the next spin-off movie that we're getting will be the Obi Wan's movie. It better be what we talk about. Yeah. An old man bumbling around a fucking cave. Basically, what they were going to do on Star Wars Detours. Mm. <laughs> um, or just an hour and a half of him. Fighting do you know there's thirteen <laughs> episodes of that? Really? Yeah, it was literally gonna come out, but it's. When Disney got the rights, it's like, oh no, this is too self-deprecating. No, no, we can't. No, no, you can't. We we're getting three new movies out of this. We can't make the jokes you were wanting to make. Why not? Robot Chicken did. Yeah. No, so it was I, written by guys who did Robot yeah, Chicken. Star Wars details. Love yeah. it. Seek it out. It's brilliant. Um, um, yeah. Or right, just an hour and a half of Obi Wan Kenobi fighting a cryot dragon. Yeah. And um, Jab- there's going to be a Jabba the Hutt movie. What? Yeah. A young Jabba the Hutt. The, the stories of the Hutt. So right, basically, it'll be, right, space, cra- it'll be a space... That's space, Godfather space. in space. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Space gangster movie. Works. And title... And of course, this is the... It's not an, it's an unofficial segment of the show, but it comes up quite a bit. Actors who can't keep their mouths mouth shut. shut. <laughs> who's in the hot seat this week, Carl? It's, it's your favourite with his lovely white teeth, John Boyega. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh, what's, what's my mate John said now? John Croydon has, boy, you know? 
He has said that um, uh, he's leaked uh, possible people that are cameoing in the movie, but doing like uh, what uh, Daniel Dan Craig, Craig did. Is a stormtrooper. It's he's playing a stormtrooper. Tom Hardy is going to be a stormtrooper in the next Star Wars <laughs> movie. But right now, here's the thing, right? If this if if this Star Wars movie was shot by Christopher Nolan, he'd be the only stormtrooper with a mask that <laughs> still just had still just had his eyes. <laughs> Fucking Christopher Nolan is in love with Tom Hardy's eyes. When who wouldn't be? Look at him. He's dreaming. Yeah. Um, yeah, yes, uh, these, these aren't the droids you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see, yes. Um, you think you know the Force? <laughs> I was born in the it. Force. You were molded by it. <laughs> well, I didn't see a midichlorian until I was a man. <laughs> <laughs> and it was nothing to me but stupid. I don't seem to be able to hit anybody with these blasters. Oh no, they can hit people. These are the, he will be one of the um, First Order Stormtroopers. So oh, nice. They were, he was stolen as a child and raised to be a soldier. <laughs> that's yes. what you... That, that's a, that's what, uh, yes, you do Captain it. Phasma, I enjoy your shiny armour. Yeah. Perhaps you would look better on my floor. <laughs> and it could go on like this for the rest of the podcast. Let's stop now. Now let's go on with release dates. Um, oh, we've got some release dates for movies and one of the movie that me and you have been looking forward to for some time yeah. we finally have a release date for Super Troopers 2 yay and it has the best release date what's the release date Carl wait let me guess the f- 20th of April yes next year yes it's coming out on 420 next year <laughs> <laughs> oh the perfect piece of fucking planning there I know what I'm going to watch hey <laughs> well what you might watch then forget halfway through and then watch again <laughs> I'll keep I'll just I'll just I'm just going to go up to the counter and put 20 quid down and say let it ride let it ride <laughs> what's cinemas across the land on that day going we've sold a lot of snacks um what, what is it about this movie that makes people want it snack? No, it's the thing with, um, with when they did This Is The End. If you had pre-booked your tickets for April 20, if you got a free bag of popcorn for free. A free bag so, of popcorn for free? So, yes. Yeah, so, Semantics well, here, Carl. Um, <laughs> a bag of popcorn for free because they, <laughs> they said if you're coming to watch it on 420, here's, we'll provide the yeah, snacks. Look, we, we know what you people are like. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. That's pretty cool. And um, there's a release date for Cowboy Ninja Viking. Finally. Which is the Chris Pratt um, adaptation of the indie comic book Cowboy Ninja Still Viking. Still think it should have been Nathan Fillion, but okay. Yeah, so don't say here. Uh, but it's the 28th of June. Next year? 2019. Way! Only two years away. Probably about the same time Avatar comes out, I think. <laughs> Unless he pushes it back again. Yeah, possibly. Um, oh, um, he should have been in the other segment. I did forget him, but a we'll, um, oh. quick bit of um, actors who can't keep their mouth shut. Part two. Pat did. But do Casey Affleck. Ah, oh, Casey Affleck. Ben Affleck came out at Comic Con and said that Did he. he uh, no, not like that. Oh, right. He was at Comic Con and he announced that he was going to. He's looking forward to working for Matt Reeves. He's continuing to play Batman. Because the rumor was that he'd stopped. He became Not the rumor was. Obviously, he became disheartened with the Batman thing, so he stopped directing it. Matt yeah. Reeves can take over the helm. Very good choice. I like Matt after the after the reception of Batman vs Superman, he's been more and more disheartened with being Batman. Yeah, but, but he said he could still play Batman. But he's he's still a and role. I've said I like I'm, I'm not a huge Batman like, fan, but I like Ben Affleck. I like Batman. Ben Affleck. I think his Batman's really good. I yeah. and I look forward to. He is one of the reasons I am going. He's to also see. more importantly a brilliant Bruce Wayne. Yes, yeah, that is what makes a good Batman. You have got to be a good, good Bruce, Bruce Wayne. That's why I don't. That's why I don't think as much as you want to get nuts. Let's get nuts. Worked. No, no, did not. No. no. 
Uh, but um, yeah, so that's coming out June 28th, 2016. Oh yeah, Casey Affleck, that's all yeah, we're on. Casey Affleck, that's all uh, Casey then came out and said at, where, at a Red Sox game where he threw the first pitch that, um, <coughs> nah, my brother ain't doing that, man. No, but he's wicked smart. He's wicked smart. If you can't forget, <laughs> you can't forget they're from Boston. Yeah. They won't let you forget it either. No. Boston. No, he can't. No, they... my brother's not going to be Batman, but he's wicked smart. He's wicked smart. Yeah, so he came, yeah, I read this. He came out, didn't he? He was like, oh, yeah, I don't know if he's doing that. No, anymore. no, no, he's not doing that he's anymore. He's not doing that anymore. He's, he's not, not doing, doing it. And then, and then apparently, uh, uh, seconds after he got off camera, it was the reaction his phone from the, went off. Yeah, it was basically <laughs> the reaction from the interviewer. Yeah. Casey Affleck kind of thought something. He backtracked a bit, because I've yeah. seen it. He backtracked a bit, but he didn't say anything. And then he's pretty much, his, yeah, his phone went off and he's. Gone back and gone. No, no, yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, complete mistake. No, I made it up. No, he's definitely yeah, being a Batman. No, 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 no. It's not like both their representatives came out. It's like Casey just Casey was not just came off the mound. He was in a very jokey place, so he thought he'd have some fun at his brother's expense. It's what Casey Affleck used to do back in the day, anyway, with anything that Ben did. He's you just not done it for years. Yeah, but Casey, you can't dig up, stupid. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can't dig up. Uh, Can't but and then Ben Affleck's camp came out and said obviously that Casey had uh, um, hadn't spoken to Ben in a few in a couple of weeks. Look, he's taking a ben, heavy blow ben, to the head. He's ben, fighting ben, in the car park. Ben over. at that point was talking about leaving the project, but then of course the bump the dumb truck of money got backed up to his house again. I doubt that's the case, but that was the case. That, that's the case. Yeah. Come on, call him, call him like you have seen. It's it reboot and remake time. Yeah. The Munsters are getting a reboot again after their failed reboot a few years ago of Mockingbird Lane where um, Eddie Izzard played the uncle. No, I'm out. Yep, yep. Bye. I love the Munsters. But I've got... But Dan, they're remaking License to Drive. Alright, I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> with the Corys. Really? You can't really do it with the Corys considering that one of them's dead. Um, <laughs> and the other one Whoa, 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 skip, skip back a beat, dear. Yeah. Come on, Mr. come on, Mr. DJ, spin that record back. Yeah. Um, they're remaking the monsters. Yeah, it'll be another TV series for NBC. Oh, fuck's sake. Who were the ones who passed on the yeah. Mockingbird drive? Is Mockingbird drive or Mockingbird Lane? Mockingbird Lane. Mockingbird Lane uh, series. I watched the pilot and I thought, actually genuinely thought it was quite good. I, one of the greatest things I bonded with my girlfriend over yeah. was our love of the monsters. Yeah. Because I like everybody who's into rockabilly, psychabilly, goth music, whatever. Everybody, all the goths like the Adams Family. Mm. The rockers like the Munsters. Mm. They had the best fucking cars. I put it this way. Simpsons parried the Monsters before they parried the Adams Family. Yeah, and I loved it. So, yeah, I'll keep an eye on that if they're going to do that again. Yeah. So, License to Drive. License to Drive, the for almost 80 hits featuring the two Corys. I was going to say, for everybody who doesn't know this, Carl, explain. They, <laughs> it's the story of two kids in college, uh, in high school at the time. Their parents go away. Their parents have a lovely Ferrari. One of them has literally just passed his driving license. And it's their hilarity of the car getting stolen and them trying to get it back. Ferris, Brule, uh, Ferris Bueller's day on with the um, Feldmans. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Corey, Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. Yeah. But yeah, it's being rebooted. No, no new cast yet. It's just literally like this is the next one that's getting. This is the next of the eighties that's getting the remake treatment. This is the next on the chopping block. Yeah, well, I'm waiting for the Beverly Hills Cop one. Mm. You know that's on the card. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, see, that's it. Eddie Murphy has said for well for ages he said he would never do another Beverly Hills Cop. Cop, and then he would say he'd do a Beverly Hills Cop if the if the script was good. And then somebody wrote a script where it was his son. Like, literally, it's always the same thing with Shaft. Yeah. Axel Foley Jr., but he has to call on his dad for help, and it was going to be a TV series or yeah. something, I think. So he'd have cameos in it. Mm-hmm. 
I'd kind of watch that. I said this once and I said this again. I would pay for one more stand-up from Eddie Murphy. Definitely. I still think he could do it. With a guest spot by Judge Reiner. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love Judge Reinhold? He was yeah. awesome. I don't know. that that His his Freaky Friday movie was a good one. Vice Versa was <laughs> Vice a Versa, that yeah. was it. Jeez. With um, the kid from The Wonder Years. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realise Mr. Randy Newman had just walked into the studio. Mr. Randy Newman, uh, how do you walk? Left oh, foot, uh, right foot. Neil Gaiman's uh, Good Omen is going to become a TV series, and they've cast um, As As Vile and Crowley. Yeah? Uh, Who's as, playing Crowley? Uh, David Tennant will be playing Crowley. Absolutely perfect. And Martin, Michael Sheen will be playing As Fael. Really? Yeah. Awesome. I think that's perfect. Look, mate, on, on, on the back of American Gods, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Which I think... not, I still haven't finished American Gods. Uh, I have watched it all and I loved it and it's already been greenlit for a second season. It's my once every two week treat. Oh, okay. You know exactly what I'm going to do as soon as we finish this fucking episode though, don't you? Yeah, go on. Going to watch Preacher. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> oh yes, I haven't watched the new one today. Yeah. Um, we uh, could watch it together, but no, you want to hang out with your family. No, I've got to get my fat ready for my family. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, that's quite correct. Um, Carry away the corpses. Yeah. The amyl nitrate. <laughs> I was more thinking my smoking paraphernalia. <laughs> Uh, and then the stuff I put in my pipe to hey, smoke look, it. If anybody could make a bomb out, bong out of a corpse, Carl, it would be you. Yep. I got these old work boots. They don't work anymore. Great. That's a perfect bomb. Perfect right bomb. Um, they've, they've, like announced, bomb. they've announced. They've um, announced. There's obviously they've got the Hellboy reboot coming, and they've which announced. being a diehard Mike Manola fan and diehard Hellboy fan, I actually have a raven from Hellboy tattooed on my fucking yes, arm. Yes, you do. I love Hellboy. I'm actually really happy about this. Uh, they've announced um, who the the members of the BPRD that they are doing. Yeah. They're doing, obviously, Abe Sapien. Clearly. You can't not do Abe Sapien. Well, will it be Doug Jones? Uh, no, no, no. It'll be a new Abe Sapien. Andy so Circus. It'll be, so it'll be Doug Jones. It'll be, uh, it'll be Andy Circus. Channeling Doug Jones. Alice, they're doing Alice Monaghan, who's, who's speaking to the dead, Yeah, obviously. And they're doing Major Ben Demo. Oh, really? Yes. Who uh, He has a cool transformation, but we, we want to spoil it. Don't spoil it, because it's just fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. My note just reads Leo to play Leo, but... <laughs> Let, let, me, let me explain this because it was one of those ones this is a competitor for weird thing of the week Leonardo DiCaprio I know him will play Leonardo da Vinci in a movie so that's how I just put Leo playing Leo, Leo. <laughs> what is this like how he, how he painted the Mona Lisa or how he I think it'll be a period of he his life he basically invented the helicopter the yeah. airplane the scuba suit yeah. the submarine ballistic missiles the sniper rifle Fucking anything and everything you can think of, yeah. he, he invented. There are drawings of his sketch pads and yeah. everything that but, show that but he this was doing He invented them, stuff. he wrote them down, he, he sketched them all out, and then just turned the page and sketched something else. Oh, he built, he did, he built, mon- uh, like, yeah, he built models and, and models and, models and, and uh, stuff like that. But, I mean, like, it's insane how smart they know the Well, that's how was. you get the term Renaissance man, the guy who does a, a person who does a bit of everything, bit of everything like, yeah. like us. Yeah, we are Renaissance men, yeah. 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 We, we like to dabble in everything. Um, yes, but uh, yeah, I think that's a. a f- <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Do you think as well that they've they've actually cast around or they've just gone fuck it? His game's close enough. I, I'm hoping it's that's the reason. Yeah. Ah, Leonardo da Vinci, Leonardo DiCaprio, same thing. Dan, I'm I'm gonna have to upset you now because I know you were looking forward to this movie. Why? Why? Bad Boy Freeze has been removed from the slate. Oh no! Yeah. Some more wild-eyed, cooked up Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Yeah. Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence, yes. Martin Freeman. That'd be a very different movie. I'd 
totally watched that movie. Totally uh, yeah, it's been completely moved from the slate. I'm sorry, dear, I'm very tired. So it's got the Inhumans treatment, but I don't think it'll be converted into a TV show that's not going to do well. Well, they did it with fucking Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Have you seen that pilot shit? I've watched a couple of... Again, got the free episode treatment. I watch everything at pilot season. You know this. Man. Man. <laughs> right. Weird thing of the week, which is also tied into another segment I kind of do of, of, of could have been casting. Right, here we go. Carl's weird thing of the week? Yep. Carl! Weird thing of the week. Thank you. I'm tired. Yes, you are tired. Get on with it. Um, <laughs> Alright. Who played... You know who played the T-1000 in T-2? It was uh, Rob Patrick. Yes. Originally, it was going to be... I'm... I can't wait for a white re- wedding whilst my rebel yelled, Billy Idol. Oh, get the fuck out. That, really? That's weird, Carl. He was going to be the T-1000. He was originally offered because they wanted... Because apparently he has a very inorganic look, which is true. To be fair to the man, he does look like a robot. Yeah. So that's why they were going to go for Billy Idol. For in the midnight hour, I stab your mother in the brain. Is Wolfie okay? Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Ready, no, so as, go. Though, as, as, as proven on his appearance on Viva La Bam, the reason he has a six-pack is hagen and Guinness. Worked for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's not six pack, that's a keg. Yeah, but still, Billy Idol was originally going to play the T1000 in Terminator 2 Judgment, Judgment Day. And he probably would have done a soundtrack as well. Yeah. Guns N' Roses wouldn't have been at me. No. <laughs> they were allied a lot on that. Oh, Saturday Night Live, if you're listening, get that sketch. And it's that was, that's all, that's weird thing, so it means it's time to wrap up the show with some Netflix news! The Punisher trailer dropped at the end of Defenders. We'll mm. talk about Defenders after the trailer, but let's get this very tra- small trailer out of the way. No new footage. It's, it's clearly what the, they do with the, the announced trailers. It's just yeah. a small out-of-context bit. Hey, remember this guy? Yeah, but it's him wailing on the floor, saying that he's been he's gone through some time. He's, he's got a magic sledgehammer, Carl. Yeah. Of course he is. It's the Punisher. It's the Punisher. Magic sledgehammer makes skulls appear out of nowhere. Yeah, but it's... Very a, John Wick. Yeah. I'll break through the floor to get my guns. If you know you need your guns, don't leave them under the floor. Put them in a gun cabinet. That's what they're there for. Gee, thanks, Stacey. A gun rack. I don't even have a gun, let alone many guns, which would necessitate a gun rack. Cha, get the Cha, net. Get the net. I watched um, the uh, 40th anniversary of Saturday Night Live, and it's them doing the um, top ten list, and it's um, of just after Kanye and Taylor Swift. So it's just like he's saying, they suffer by... We've had great musical guests on the show, like Riz um, and, and yeah, but I don't think, no one really beats, no one was that good, especially not Beyonce. Sit down, Kanye. Sit down. <laughs> one of them is literally, sit down, Kanye. So, yeah, so the, pun- the, the, the Punisher thing, like you said, it's it's, it's, it's saying he's saying like him, he's been wronged and he's now out for to collect. To collect, yeah. And it looks like he's going out for the rest of the death squad. That killed his family. killing Clancy, Clancy Brown. Yeah. Mm, poor Clancy. Will he, will he ever work again? Yes, in everything. Voice of the King, I love. He's, ga- he's, ga- he's guaranteed at least an episode each season for The Flash because he does uh, Gorilla Grodd. Grodd. He, was, he was recently in Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yes, episode of Rick and Morty. Brilliantly. Jaguar. Jaguar. No, that was um, Danny Trejo. No, that, that, that's Danny Trejo. But he's, but, um, in, he, he's in the he's same in, he's, in the recent, he's in this very recent episode as yeah. uh, Clancy Brown voicing an alien, yeah. which is brilliant. Um, do you know what I really want to see as a movie? What? Clancy Brown, Morgan Freeman playing chess but talking about their moves. <laughs> I would totally watch that movie. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, as we mentioned, this came out after Defenders, but the Defenders has dropped and we have watched it 
And we liked it. We liked it, yes. We, we liked it because, quite frankly, Finn Jones is a better Iron Fist, which is strange because... No, there is, some, there is some bad this was shot fighting in his case. during and before yeah. Iron Fist, yeah. I think. I, that, that's what I read. No, some scenes were filmed before. Or alongside Iron, Iron Fist, Fist. But he looks better in this. Not great. There are some very shonky... Uh, our good friend and uh, re- re- repetitive guest, John... Not repetitive as any reason, but he's, he's been on a few times, Mr John Byrne, but yeah. succinctly when he went, The Defenders, good actors. Good actors, good actors. Jump cut, jump cut, jump cut, slide cut, jump cut, fight. Yeah. So yeah, there was a, there was a bit of that. And Editing's, so there was some a, bit weird, editing's a bit weird. But overarching story was good. And you know what? I'll say it now on this podcast. I didn't hate Jessica Jones in this. No. Yeah. No, I didn't hate Jessica Jones in this. Iron Fist got a bit jarring. Yeah. If, he, if he'd said one more time, but yeah. I'm the immortal Iron Fist, yeah, we get it. Although I did everyone, everyone, and the, his mother knows you're, you're the like, immortal Iron Fist, the weapon and defender fucking, of Kun Lung. Why don't you just wear it on a fucking t-shirt? I went to Kun Lung, and all I got was this lousy immortal Iron Fist. Yeah. There you are, and Marvel, if you're listening, I have oh, a t-shirt. Oh, by the way, this is a show in an age where dragons are popular. Like a lot of talk about dragons. Show the fucking dragon. Show the fucking dragon, not just its fucking skeleton. Um, warning, we, we spoil, spoil everything. everything. We won't tell you why, but there's a dragon skeleton in this. Show the dragon, not just its bones. Yeah. Alright? Show us the meat. But nice, nice, nice nod for the skeleton to be in, yeah. the, in, the, in the design yeah, of, of, of really the tattoo. Yeah, it was really well done. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I, obviously, it was only eight episodes, which I didn't think was and the right amount. Though. Right. You, you, you're a fan of, as you mentioned before, The Weekly Planet. And yes. you know, Mr. Sunday Movies does his Easter egg videos. And he's just most done a most recent Easter egg video for... Um, the Defenders. And he missed one! Yeah! I'm gonna fucking... And it's the one that I spotted out and told him you about straight away. Um, in the apartment right, scene with Luke... We are, just quickly, that's right kids, we are technically better than the Daily Planet. No, I didn't say that. Weekly Planet. I didn't say that. Um, then, no, if you go, when, Luke Cage, when Luke Cage goes to uh, his informer's apartment and he finds out that he's doing well, like all the trainers and he's got money and stuff, on the wall behind him is a poster for Janamane's Long Live the King, Long Live the Chief, which is the song that he performed in Luke Cage. Episode in, 5 in, um, in, in the Paradise Club. Club. Yeah. Which is a brilliant fucking hip-hop track. Yeah, it is really good. And the album's actually, his album's actually. Albums are really awesome as well. well. So yeah, so that's right. Technically, PCP, better than the Weekly Planet. No, I didn't. One. I'm not saying that. Um, Hashtag better than Weekly Planet. Sh- shut up. Hashtag it, kids. Twitter. <laughs> Hashtag it. Twitter. Yeah. At underscore pop culture pod. Hashtag we get better blue, than the Weekly Planet. Until we get a blue tick, we're not as good as them. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Sunday ver- movies. We've never been verified that we are us. <laughs> I don't want to be verified. I'm just fine natured. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, all around it was good. I think it worked that it was only eight episodes. Yeah, it was nice that that because they didn't that's need all they needed. some. Not so much in Daredevil. Daredevil usually has a, a, a better, much more cohesive story and works. But well, also 13. as well with Daredevil, you've got to give at least three episodes to him sitting in a church crying. Of course, so you know that he's Catholic. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. The get well the the, the guilt the, the guilt the, is what the, drives the, it. The, the the reveal at the end that he was um that, no, 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 that, no, 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 no. are we not talking about the end well we can do if you want we said we spoil everything yeah uh, uh, mother uh, Maggie's in it obviously shock horror the 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 building comes down on the dead ever on Electra and dead ever survives but um, if you hear what the nun says tell Margaret that he's awake she goes go and get Maggie Maggie he's away and Maggie is his mum well yes hmm. yes so. Mother Dearest will buy Mother Dearest will show up, which is fucking interesting. And she's so I'm quite a, looking forward to it. And she's a nun. She's a nun. A nun. My dad was a nun. Really? Yeah. Every time he'd get caught by the police, right down on his place of employment, he'd write nun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Baldrick. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed The Defenders, and like I said, I didn't hear Jessica Jones in it. 
and I liked Luke Cage in it, and I loved yeah. the, the fighting styles, the way they switched around. I, I like the fact that they, they paired them up the way it made more sense with Daredevil being with Jessica Jones and obviously Luke Cage and Trip, Iron, Iron Fist, because they're my favourite comic book duo together. Heroes for Hire, Luke lot, Cage and Iron Fist. Lot of, or Power uh, Man and Iron Fist. A lot of, um, obviously, a lot of... Um, Connecting a lot of uh, the sporting cast from each individual it was, show. It was came nice. Back. I think they utilised Sigourney Weaver well, yep. not well enough. I didn't feel like she was a big threat, and I kind of understand why the hand would be on the back foot because yeah. they've been knocked back so many times so far. But if they are this big, massive, overreaching. No, it's not. It's not the fact that they they they're on the back foot. Is that Sigourney Weaver's dying, and they don't have enough of their source. So their source to keep stay alive. alive. But speaking of this, mm. we had. I had a wonderful moment. I'm not sleeping recently, as we're all No, you're not. My insomnia's kicked in. So I watched pretty much episodes... I watched basically the last four episodes in one night Mm -hmm. of Defenders. I I did my usual binge in a day. Yeah, because I couldn't sleep. And then I literally, at the last episode, I sent a tweet out as myself, Dan Blues, Mm. in Mm -hmm. Blues, and I tagged all of the female cast of the Defenders in it. Because I really do think the female characters in this TV series... Uh yes, curry. No, no, they do. They 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 they, they, they most definitely they curry do. Through better than the men. I'm not uh, saying that guys can't. Colin, Colin Wing was amazing. Rodaria Dawson's always great when she turns up in these shows. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, Hogarth, always fun. Always brilliant to see Carrie Ann Moss show up or something. Yeah, you were in the Matrix. Yeah, which is always good. So yeah, so I put a tweet out. And, and again, Jessica Jones wasn't. That shoot, Kristen Ritter, not that bad. So I'm gonna put um I'm just I'm gonna re- I'm gonna read my tweet, right? Mm-hmm. Here we go. This is this is my tweet. If I can find the bloody thing, it's basically talking about just watching the defenders. It's absolutely amazing. The, the female cast really carry it. I tagged all the female cast in it, mm-hmm. not to what not to warrant a response or anything, just because I like giving credit where credit's true. Yeah, no. Hey, despite what the newspapers may say, I'm a nice guy, mm. and I put uh, you know everybody's really good at it. and this is an uh, the incredible badass hashtag badass that is Madame Gao. Mm. The guys are good, the ladies are great. Hashtag badass lady gang, which is already a hashtag they've made mm. up. Within about a minute of me putting that tweet up, and bear in mind, again, this is in here in the UK, it's about mm. half past six in the morning. Which would be evening in the States. A woman who I think would have better... No, no, about, around, just about 11 o'clock now. A woman who I thought might have had better things to do on a time, and I'm, I'm choosing to believe it's actually her, no, and no, not look, just, just her assistant. If you show me the account, I can tell you if it's wrong. Yeah, that's her account. Yeah. Uh, Lordy Young, who plays Electra within a minute of me putting that tweet out, liked the tweet. Yes. And I think that's really, really cool that they're out there liking stuff and and, and tweeting back. And again, like I said, I didn't put the tweet out to warrant a response or anything, Mm. but it was really, really cool. And I thought she was better in this than she was... Yeah, no. Then I thought she was going to be. Villainous villainous actor always plays a bit better than Mm. good guy lecture. But um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Speaking of... It, people following us this, this is obviously for stuff that I match but um, who's following us uh, no no, that followed me on Twitter oh, right. um, I got scared one of my favourite ska bands has followed me on Twitter Real Big Fish Real Big Fish following me on Twitter yeah. well well done sir yep. Real Big Fish if you're listening I'll have a t-shirt yes oh wait no hang on I've already got several have I I don't know there's somewhere um, uh, look, finish off the last bit of Netflix news obviously with Defenders um David Tennant will return as Kilgrave in the second season. Just the Jane. Purple Man. Just say the Purple Man. The Purple Man will return yeah. in the second season of Jessica Jones. And <coughs> I know some of you are thinking, but how? He died. Flashbacks what or apparitions. 
No, he's um he um any money that the thing that they're most probably going for is that now that Kilgrave's been away for so long and not interfering in Jessica's life, that there's a point that he's put subliminal things in her head to start messing with her. Yeah. Like triggers to, to start and something will trigger it and he will come back in that fashion. So I think that's really good. Obviously, always nice to see David Tennant. Well, it's brilliant as well because he was the perfect protagonist for that, and he was a brilliant. Batman. Yeah, I rewatched his clips, the clips of uh, Kilgrave last night when I uh, was talking about just like best bits, and it's just um, it's just him and the police. That it's just him in the coffee house. It's just like everyone's having a normal coffee day, like, chatting. He's like, "All right, shut up now," and everybody goes quiet. Yeah, I loved it. And of course, the first time you meet him when he goes into the house. And he's just like, oh, you're having dinner and everything. And he just um, ushers a kid into the closet and makes him stay there. Just stay there. <laughs> Kids that should be seen and not, not heard. heard. But in this case, they shouldn't be seen ever. <laughs> Either get in the closet. Um, also, last bit of Netflix. Netflix has ordered an untitled British Supernatural show. Well, basically a series. Ooh. Yes. I wonder what that could be. No, 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 no announcement. Did that, well, that wasn't leading to a job, really. Generally, ooh. Yeah, it could be interesting. No cast or who's writing it. Just the fact that they've they've they commissioned an untitled. There better not be bad grammar there. I'm not saying you're bad grammar. I'm saying there better not be bad grammar there from Netflix, where it's a British supernatural show. So it's supernatural set in Britain. I, I, I better I, not be that. I think it is. By this is British supernatural. Show. I hate supernatural. No, 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 no. no that's what I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. It's the TV, the not CW that they, show, not that they come supernatural. To a supernaturally themed British show. Which is good because Britain is rife with mythology Ghosts and, and everything yeah. you can go through. In fact, uh, Mike Minola and Hellboy plays, pays a, homo- a great homage to European folklore, including British and particularly mm. uh, Scandinavian and uh, Norwegian folklore. Mm. So yes, that, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I think that's going to be interesting. More more news as that develops. But that is all the news I have today. I have no news whatsoever, Dave. No. Unfortunately. No. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, underscore pop culture pod. You can follow us on Facebook at pop pop culture. You can follow us on Instagram at pop culture pod. You can follow me on Twitter at halfline1989. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Blues in the mm. Blues. Uh, I've been Carl Redden. I've been Chapman. Okay. Before we go, just one final shout out to a few people that have been uh, following us. Okay. On Twitter, I want to give a shout out to the um, Jake and Tom Conker. Mm-hmm. which were r- rising from the ashes of the Drunken Dork so they're at the Drunken Dork they follow us their podcast fucking mm-hmm. brilliant as well uh, Here Down in Front Podcast which is H-D-I-F underscore podcast mm-hmm. they're brilliant as well and the one that I'm uh, following at the minute in time is uh, Besotted Geek Pod okay. at Besotted Geek Pod that's just brilliant cool thank you guys for following and, t- and tweeting whatever you do and whatever you us do love Give us a bit of Twitter love. Yeah. Give us a bit of Facebook love. If you uh, see us on the street, don't talk to us. We're mm. prima donnas and, you know... I've, I've got Electro on speed dial now. I don't even know about the poor people. But if you're rich, I'll have a T-shirt. No worries. I've been Carl Rowland. I've been Dan Chapman. We'll catch you in two weeks. Bye! Bye.